You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska Baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back. Nerd at Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. We are coming to you here on a Wednesday from the Nerd at Sports Bar and Grill, the H&H Chevrolet stage. Busy, busy week for Nebraska around here. That's not the only team uh, that is not necessarily where they wanted to be for the postseason mm-hmm. um, and still making some waves, although – albeit in a quite different way than Nebraska has been the last uh, couple days, and that is the Florida State Seminoles. And to be clear, this is not Florida State doing this. This is the state of Florida doing this. But the state of Florida, the Attorney General, uh, Ashley Moody, and I believe this is real. I, I mean, from everything I can tell, this is real. The state of Florida is suing the College Football Playoff Committee for the exclusion of Florida State. Their argument is... Do you think she's in a bad Moody? I see what you did there. Um, Moses Moody? Trade him? <laughs> part of Draymond? Get it, get out of town? Um, the sad Ramon was for your joke, not mine. Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> it came after you last spoke. The attorney... Thank you, that was yeah, me. No, but that was me, because uh, it came after when I last spoke. They're launching an investigation. This is a quote uh, to examine if the committee was involved in any anti-competitive conduct in its unprecedented decision to exclude Florida State from the college football playoff. Now, the unprecedented decision, obviously, is Florida State is the first undefeated Power 5 conference champion to Mm -hmm. not be included in the college football playoff. Now, it's only, only been a decade, basically, of college football playoffs, so we're not talking about a huge history here, Um, but the the argument is that the college football playoff committee did something totally out of character from what they had shown their process was that they showed an obvious bias towards the southeastern conference and that the this decision cost florida state and the acc millions of dollars now there's only one way that anything can come of this 
And that's if they're, first of all, if the college football playoff committee and ESPN were the dumbest people alive and actually put down in writing that they needed to include an SEC team. Right. Because then it's collusion, it's anti-competitive practices, then you have a case. Then, then there's a problem. Right. Because right now it's like not in court. Right now it's, the, yeah, they're investigating. They're, they're kind of starting an investigation yeah. and I assume... If, it, they're just subpoenaing documents. Yes. And in order to do that, you have to create a legal action in order to subpoena documents. So that's where they're at right now. What they want to do is to see communication between ESPN, the College Football Playoff Committee, and the SEC to see if there was some sort of collusion to make sure the SEC was included. Now, I could definitely see that being the case, first and foremost. I can 100% see ESPN being like, hey, we really need to include an SEC team. That's kind of where our bread is buttered, whatever. Um, Even though the ACC also has ESPN network ties, whatever, the SEC is the big dog there. We all know that it's basically Fox and the Big Ten and ESPN and the SEC versus everybody else. Um, Because at first, this just comes off as sour grapes, right? And to be fair, that's mostly what it Mm -hmm. is. I'm I'm guessing that's mostly what this ends up being is just, hey – Kind of some grandstanding of... Yeah, it, it seems like, a, hey, I'm putting myself in front of this so the state of Florida knows I stand by my university, and then in two years when I'm up for re-election, <laughs> hey, remember my name. Yeah, it's like... Remember hey, me. Yeah, I mean, you know, attorney generals often have larger political aspirations. Good way for Ashley Moody to get her name, maybe for a seat in Congress or a governor spot or whatever. You know, it's, it's likely mostly that. But if you were to tell me that the SEC and ESPN and the college football playoff had had communication about the SEC being included and needing the SEC to be included for non-football reasons, that's where it gets in, where you get into trouble, right? If you're talking about, hey, the SEC is the most competitive conference, like a one-loss SEC team is better than an undefeated ACC team, that's all fair game, right? Because those are football reasons. If you start having this conversation about money reasons, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you may have some problems. I still don't know if you can win the case because it is a subjective. It's all opinion based. Yeah, it's all it's a subjective committee, right? You get this is an entertainment product at the end of the day, and you get to decide who you want in that game if you're the college football playoff committee and kind of by default ESPN at that point. So I still don't know even if they can prove collusion, which they may be able to. To be fair, would not shock me. Even if you can prove collusion, I still don't know if that wins you the lawsuit. But I think at the very least, from a public relations standpoint, that would be a huge win for the ACC, for Florida State, and for uh, the state of Florida. Even if they can just prove that, hey, there was collusion here, we're not going to get any money for it. But just so you all know, and it's above the table now, like we need more transparency in this process. Well, and if you look at the comments um, on the post uh, that, uh, that we got the information from, the majority of people are claiming nothing will come of it and it's just a giant waste of time and money and resources. And that is kind of like the camp that I'm sitting in too, that it's just nothing can come of this. Nothing will come of this. They're... they're This whole situation gives me very little to believe that something was actually said in the room that is going to put the committee in a tough tough spot, a tough situation where this could go Mm -hmm. to court. 
because of how subjective everything is. The point that I just like don't don't get behind or, or can't get behind is when you know there, there's things that like are. When you look at the college football playoff, like criteria of how they go about choosing teams, mm-hmm. um, they they throw up key injuries and strength of schedule are two main ones, and uh, nowhere does it list that an undefeated Power Five team has to be in. Sure, sure. And I understand like those points and principles, but if you really look at the principles, that's bullet point four on the list. Mm-hmm. It's not if it was bullet point one then I could ride with you. But they literally have that as the last bullet point. And there's a reason that they have it in bullet point one, two, three, four. The first bullet point is conference championships one. Mm-hmm. That holds more power than key players missing yeah. for a game. Same thing with strength of schedule. Same thing with head-to-head competition. Same thing with comparative outcomes of common opponents being in front of other relevant factors, including unavailability of key players. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that's the bottom bullet point on the list. So I don't like when people go back and attribute to these principles because I I don't think you can really say because Jordan Travis isn't in this game, that's why Florida State was out because you have to look at the other four above it and Florida State has the edge in the other four above it than they do in that last bullet point. Well, the other issue that you have there, if you're going back to the Jordan Travis thing is they were still in the top four when Jordan Travis was injured, right? Going into that game, they were in the top four. Jordan Travis was already injured, so that's a tough sell there. Um, there's a, a couple of comments on the YouTube stream that I think are interesting. Amazing Daniel says, it sounds frivolous at first, but it's not like corruption in sports hasn't been mm-hmm. uncovered before. And also, to be fair, the committee is largely like pretty old people. If they emailed something they weren't supposed to, would not be surprising. Yeah, and it also it, would not be the first time. And, and you know what? <laughs> that email will be found. Yes. It will be dug up and um, it will be used. Jacob says if they can prove that ESPN tampered, it's going to be chaos. They aren't going to win in court, but the public will freak out. And I think that's accurate. I don't think they can actually win an actual money settlement or anything like that. But if they can prove that there was tampering, collusion, whatever, between ESPN and the SEC, that would be a huge thing. Um, and then Amazing Daniel chimes in, considering how openly they argued on air against FSU, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if it's on the record from meetings. Wouldn't be the dumbest thing they've ever done. Uh, also accurate. Uh, the, so the, the point to me is I agree with – the idea that it's possible that ESPN and the SEC colluded. And if that happened, I do think that should be brought to light. I once I because my initial reaction to this was just guys like get over it. Like I like Florida State, okay? And I wanted them to be included. And they yeah, you deserve, feel bad for them. They deserved to be included. I also can understand being like, yeah, without watch, Jordan Travis. Without Jordan Travis, are they the one of the four best teams in the country? Probably not. Did they have one of the four best resumes in the mm-hmm. country? Absolutely. And you know what? That was my point before yes. the committee even chose. But if this is more to just see like, hey, we think they colluded and we want to be able to prove it, I can see that. It wouldn't shock me if, there, if some idiot sent an email that's like, hey, we need to make sure we include the SEC. Are they going to win any money? Absolutely not. If – well, I, I don't think so anyway. TK says they might. Um, but – I do think they might be able to prove some collusion, some undue influence, which is worth uncovering. And you know what? 
good for these uh, lawmakers in Florida to take a stand and stand by your university. Like, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Now, it doesn't affect, like, my state tax dollars, no. and I don't have to worry about, like, are my resources being used properly? But I, I'm a fan of, of this approach and saying, like, hey, NCAA, I'm still going to dig it up whether you want me to or not. Wrapping up the show with some Herd at Sports trivia next.